WPSC, Wayne, New Jersey. On the radio, 88.7 FM. Online, gobrave.org. A tune-in radio station, part of the William Patterson Broadcast Network. Less than 24 hours ago, the world was shocked with the news that nine people passed away in a helicopter crash. Amongst the nine people on the plane, we learned that six of them were Christina Mauser, an assistant basketball coach at Harbor Day School in Orange County, Co- Orange County Coast College, uh, Orange Coast College baseball coach John Altabelli, John's daughter Alyssa, and John's wife Carrie, as well as NBA legend Kobe Bryant and his daughter Gianna. Not only is this an obvious effect on friends and family, but it serves an effect on the people who worked and played with Kobe every day and the millions of people worldwide that looked up to Kobe. Yes, man. Uh, when I found out about this, it was uh, it was devastating because obviously I grew up on uh, Kobe Bryant. I grew up watching, as we all grew up watching LeBron and grew up watching Kobe. It's just one of those things that hit differently. Uh, and everyone else that lost their lives, uh, man, it, it hit different. Uh, you know, because I grew up having, I was taught to have the Mamba mentality to challenge myself, to push myself in everything I do. And he was one of my biggest influencers in that way. So this was tough. This was tough. Right. Now, we know that this news shook everyone up a bit yesterday, especially after the success of LeBron James passing Kobe for third place on NBA's all-time scoring list, not even 24 hours prior to the tragedy. And this definitely is not how we intended to start our first show. But as you'll quickly learn about us and this show, that this program is supposed to help you start your week off with a smile on your face. We hope that for these two hours a week, we serve you entertainment, laughter, and enjoyment. Uh, It's our jobs to help make not just your morning commute to work or school better, but your week all the more better. So our thoughts and prayers and condolences go out to every single person affected by this disaster. And in honor of all the victims of this tragedy, your spirits are with us today and every day as we debut Morning Commute on the nation's number one college radio station, Brave New Radio. And uh, one little gem to take on with you as we get ready to start the show. As the king, Kobe Bryant, best said it himself. Have a good time. Enjoy life. It's, um, life is too short to, to, to get bogged down and be discouraged. Or um, You have to keep moving. You have to keep going. Put one foot in front of the other, smile, and just keep on rolling. You know, And uh, that's, that's what really is, this camp is about. It's so hard to say goodbye to what we had. The good times that made us laugh outweigh the Wake your ass up. You already know what time it is. 
Time to start your week off right. Monday mornings will never be the same. With Vont Lee. I'm the light skin in charge. Zaria. You're unfiltered, sad sister. And Arthur Rokes. It's the voice of the young people. On the nation's number one college radio station, Brave New Radio. It's time to start your morning commute. Man, wake that up. <laughs> Good morning to the birds, to the bees, to the flowers, and the trees, ladies and gentlemen. Rise and shine, everybody. Welcome to the debut of Morning Commute. Brave New Radio's newest morning show. My name is Vaughn Leak. I'll be one of your three hosts. It's your boy Art. I'm one third. Or two like thirds. The second third, yeah. <laughs> the second third. Yo, so. I I'm so uh I had a great morning, but I'm so like my mind is everywhere and I can't really focus right now. But we're gonna have a great show. I'm ready. What's up, Vaughn? How you doing? What's good, bro? I'm really uh, excited because today, as I said, not only is it Monday morning, it is a different Monday morning. You know it's a day after a tragedy, and those days always suck. But uh, I'm excited because Morning Commute is here, and we're going to make this day fire. And uh, we'll talk more about Kobe as the rest of the show goes on. But I'm excited because we're here on the nation's number one college radio station. And not only are we here, but we have somebody else in the studio who I'm really excited to talk about and announce. You want to you wanna do the honors, bro? Yes, I want to do I want to do it. Uh, we've been we've been blessed. Uh, this is my this is the only time I'm ever gonna give her a compliment. So I hope She's she. <laughs> uh, you're hearing the voice already. Everybody, give it up for Z. She's our newest addition to the morning commute. And What's it's up? so, commute so good to be here on the, like, the number one college radio station, Vaughn's show. You know, I'm so happy. <laughs> um, well, a, you got to give context to that, right? Uh, we posted a little clip on uh, Instagram about whose morning show this was. Uh, Vaughn really thinks that this is his morning show. Uh, or you should say Art really thinks that it's his morning show. Well... Like I said, Vaughn really think okay. this is his morning show. And uh, if you all know this morning show uh, very well, uh, you, you will know that this is actually my morning show. Uh, this is our morning commute with Art, Vaughn, and uh, Zaria. I'll take the last slot. I'm new, you know, but y'all can yeah, work I out that I think you have order. to take That's the last fine. slot. But, I mean, we, are, we really know who shows this is. All right. Well, hey. Anyway. Welcome, though. Welcome. Yeah. Thank it's you so much. To have you. Have you. Um, I got such a warm welcome, right? Like, they love yeah. Me. Yeah, that's the only time you're... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's good to have you. don't come often. So. No, it Parish. does. It no, does. They don't. They don't. It, yeah, it don't. It don't. So. Well, I'm, I'm happy to be here, man. I actually woke up this morning uh, before my alarm. That's that So did I. Happened. Yeah, word. I uh, couldn't, like... You know when you have something to do at night... And you just can't sleep. Mm-hmm. And then you keep waking up peri- periodically throughout the night, and it's like, yo, is it time to wake up yet? Is it time to wake up yet? That's what it was like. Because we were excited. Yeah. Look at us. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, some of us were. I just woke up because I rolled <laughs> I roll over, and I was like, all right, I got to get up. <laughs> I wasn't excited. I didn't really care to see you guys. All right, well, that's just you. I just we make your day. That I wouldn't. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> let's get into the show. Man, I goes telling, uh, spoiling nobody. Uh, so... Uh, just a reminder, you can go follow us on Twitter at CommuteBNR or tweet at Brave New Radio. We'd love to hear from you. Or call us at 973-720-2738 all morning from 7 to 9 every Monday morning. We're here to make your Monday morning. Uh, is better the word I would use? I don't know if that's better a great the word. word of, huh? That's a great word. Yes. Yeah? All right. Well, yeah, that's our that's our goal with this show. Uh, so make sure you get in contact with us. We'd love to hear from you and hear what you're doing this Monday morning. Um 
And that's, yeah, yeah, like I said, every Monday morning from 7 to 9. Z, what's coming up? We got a weekly brief on the way. Yeah, so coming up, we're going to talk a little more about the legend in number 24, Purple and Gold, Mr. Kobe Bryant. Um, We're going to talk about the Grammys, nominees, winners, and performances, and a deadly virus outbreak that might be a little closer than we think. All that and more coming up, so stay soon. Yeah, we got morning brief, or weekly brief coming up on your new favorite radio show, Morning Commute. We're really, really excited. Uh, Do not move unless you're headed to work. Then hurry up and get there. Uh, This is your morning commute. Rise and shine, everyone. This is your morning commute crew, Val and Z. We hope you are having a great morning. Uh, a great Monday morning. Hope you're starting your week off right. Whether you're on your way to school, work, wherever it is that you are going, we hope that we make your Monday morning all the better. Uh, Z, we got weekly brief. Yes, now it is with such a heavy heart that I'm even covering this story this morning. It still feels unreal. Um, right. The legend, the great, the Mamba, like Kobe Bryant, less than 24 hours after LeBron James passes, is for him for his third spot in the all time scoring list. Um, mm-hmm. He passed away in a helicopter crash alongside his daughter and several others. Seven other people, right? Seven other people. Um, Yesterday in Calabasas, California, um, the world is heartbroken. I'm heartbroken. Um, When I heard the news, I think everyone's reaction was the same. It was like, no. It was unbelievable. Right. No way. Kobe Kobe Bryant's not dead. Can we talk... I know you kind of... Uh, this hit home a little harder for you because you grew up in a Kobe household. Yes. Like I said, man, um, you know, I grew up with the, the Mamba mentality, you know, the mentality of pushing yourself past limits uh, and not necessarily uh, pushing yourself too far, but uh, pushing yourself to be the best that you can be. And uh, so this was different, man. I actually got a text. Like one of my friends texted me and he was like, I'm sorry. And I, that's that's how I found out about Kobe. Uh, he texted me, I'm sorry. And I was like, what? Like, what are you talking about? And right as uh, I sent the text message back to him, I logged on to my Instagram. And then it was everywhere. I, it was everywhere. Right. And I had to kind of shut down from social media. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Like, when we get bad news, we need to just, like, take a break <laughs> from the Internet because we constantly get a reminder of what we're seeing, yes. uh, what we're hurting. And it's just, we, we got to, like, calm ourselves down and just reflect and think everywhere. to ourselves. And, and I actually heard that Vanessa had to find out through social media. Vanessa's his wife, but I was the other. Yes. That's ridiculous. Could you imagine... Could you imagine? Um, like, hearing through social media that you had not only your husband since... since what they've been together, or since they were 17, 18, right? Uh, yes, I believe... Uh, uh, I want to say 16, 15 years. Yeah. Uh, and your daughter passed away in a helicopter crash. Tragic. Von, where were you when you got the news? I was sitting at my desk. I think I was editing my pod. I was doing something on my laptop. I was editing my podcast, and I saw something online. And, like, you know when you see those things from, like, from the shade room that like we was talking about, stuff like that, you don't believe it's real, you know? So, like, you got to go find like, other sources and stuff. So when I went and read it, I was like, yo, what? And I can't cap and say I was ever, like, Kobe or even, like, an NBA. Like, it was nothing against Kobe. Like, I just wasn't an NBA fan. I'm not a sports person. But because I know how significant Kobe was in all of like people our age lives and stuff it kind of hit home for me different because it was just like yo like anything could happen anything. and everybody like at any, at any moment it doesn't matter who you are doesn't matter how famous you are death has no like limitations or whatever and um I think it hit home a little bit more for me when I found out that his daughter because we found out more over time that people more people like who more of the people yeah. that were on the crash I didn't want to believe that we had some poor job of uh journalism being mm-hmm. displayed yesterday uh, we had people uh, claiming that uh, Rick Fox was 
Yeah, and his daughter had to confirm, who, like, no, my dad was it, not on the plane. It, it was like, man, I was, and those were actual journalists who were yes. uh, putting the stories, the story out, and I was like, what's going? On? Like, I, it was this poor job of journalism. Everyone just wanted man. to be the first was, person to report the story report without the story. actually having the facts. Right. Denzel said, you know, there's going to come the the need for too much information. Uh, it's going to come a time when people just want to be the first, like you said, to report the story instead of being the first to report the truth. And, mm-hmm. and that's what I needed to hear yesterday was the truth, the truth. not uh, speculations of who who was on here and who was on here. But uh, anyways, man. Yeah, um, we're, life is precious. Life is short. I think if this taught us anything, it's we've got to love our loved ones while we can. Not only that, live your life. To the I best of its ability. Like that clip we played in the beginning of the show, man. Kobe was always somebody that um, inspired other people, not just in sports, but in so many different aspects. And salute to, and we'll get to this in a second, uh, Alicia Keys and Boys to Men for that amazing tribute last night during the Grammys. It definitely was um, a proper homage to the king, um, especially in the Staples Center, you know? Uh, right. So it was definitely, definitely something important. Exactly. But, and we will continue this conversation throughout the rest of the show, as I said. Um, but let's talk about the Grammys, Z. Yes, yeah, the Grammys. Um, like you said, Crazy Enough took place in the Staples Center, and it was only right Alicia paid homage, and the way she did was beautiful. I think we can all attest to that. Um, she brought a boys to men unrehearsed and still perfect. That was unrehearsed? Unrehearsed. Oh, I mean, wow. That's fine. I mean, not that much rehearsal as everyone else, I'm assuming. Because it was so... It was so last minute. Yeah. They didn't ever think they'd have to start the show like that. I'm a big fan did. of Alicia, though, so I mean, yes. she definitely... And uh, she looked beautiful. Everything was great. She hosted it amazing, and it was a really good show. Did you guys watch? Yeah, I watched. I watched the. I watched it just through all about all of it. Um, there was some fire performances, and I want to give a shot. Do you have a list of some of the people that won? Yes, I definitely am going to get into that because J Cole, my favorite rapper, yeah, yeah man, got a Grammy, y'all. Yeah, he won a Grammy for um yeah, what was a the- lot. <laughs> okay. A lot with um, Twenty One Savage, and we we all we know he got that because you know we love that song because J Cole is on it. So Word. I'll take it. You know what I mean? I would have loved for J Cole to win his own, but I'll take it. It's something, man. Um, uh, shout out to Billie Eilish. Billie Eilish went ham last. She night. won five out of six of her nominations. Crazy. People yes, hate on yes. Billie. Uh, People shout hate out Billie, to but she shout is. out to the to the white girl who uh, emulate uh, black culture and win award for it. Uh, that was great. It was great to see that. Um, it was great. It was great. It was great watching the the the, the scammies. Uh, it was great to see a lot of people get scammed uh, for the award that they deserve. Uh, Tyler Tyler the Creator salutes to him for winning an award, but okay. he definitely did not deserve uh, best rap album. That was you saw that woman that was, that was best rap. You saw that Tyler woman. Creator is not a rapper. <laughs> you saw the woman that was crushing on him. She was like, I mean, he should have won, but whatever. And then she was like, I could be your date. The woman was I'm just saying, uh, the Grammy, the, the, I'm sorry, the, the Scammies, uh, they do this every year, and uh, right. I'm sick of it. But. What can we expect? Yeah, the Tyler, the Creator, that that kind of got me, too. I kind of wanted to pull a Kanye West. Like, no, <laughs> I don't, mm, I, I, I personally didn't listen because I'm not a Tyler fan. No, Tyler. No, I don't want to. I don't want to put that narrative out there because Tyler the Creator had a great album. Okay, he had a beautiful album. I just thought it was a, you know, Tyler, Tyler Creator is an artist. He's not. I wouldn't categorize him as a rapper. Okay. You know, when, when I when I talk about when I think about best rap album, I think about uh, you know uh, uh, 
YBN, Corday. Yeah, I thought YBN was going to get it. Yeah, I think about rappers. I don't think about Tyler, the creator. His album was not a, a rap album, but it was a great album. I love it, actually. Yeah. But I wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't give it best rap album. I was, I was rooting for Revenge of the Dreamers. That's a rap album. That's a you know rap what I'm saying? Album. When you say rap album, that's what you think about, not uh, Igor or whatever Tyler's album was called. But uh, but again, you know, this is the job of the scammers, the scammies. Uh, they do this every year. So I'm not shocked. I can't be shocked anymore. So it is what it is. Yeah, man. Um, in, other, in other news. Um... Wait, can we? Hold on. I'm sorry. There was. Did y'all see the, the Old Town Road performance? Yes. They had Lil Nas, yes. they had Billy Ray, they had Mason Ramsey with uh, the little Walmart kid. What'd you think about that? I think every time Lil Nas X hits the stage, I'm intrigued. And I'm not going to hold you. I was entertained. I really like him. I do. I'm sure you guys have a difference of opinion. Um, No, I love I love Lil Nas X. He's not I'm bad. Right. I was Nas never X. a big fan <laughs> of the song. All 2020 for Lil Nas X. I was never a big fan of the song, but the performance was fire. All the costumes, all the different sets and stuff, that was fire. Um, Demi came out and Demi. did her first performance since um, her 2018 OD, and she performed a song that she wrote like four days before her OD. And she got a little choked up before she went on, or she was she was on stage before she started the song. But I think it was a great performance. I've um, particularly I've been a fan of Demi just because like we grew up watching like Sunny with a Chance and stuff. But Sunny I was a with fan a of chance. yeah. But I was a fan of some of her uh, work before. Sorry, not sorry goes hard. Um, so she did she did good yesterday. I'm proud of Demi for coming back on stage. What do you think about Ariana? She looked like a princess, guys. I think that dress was a little I much. I love... You think it was too much? I think it was a little much. It was nice, but it was a little it much. It fits her. Like, she's different. Like, I have so much respect for that girl. She could sing. She's an artist. Like, she... She got it. She can wear whatever she wants, truthfully. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of some more... Mem- shout out to Nipsey, man. The Nipsey. tribute that they did for Nipsey with DJ Khaled and John Legend. Uh, I think they did that tribute very, very well. Um, and... The tribute to Nipsey and to um, to Kobe. I think they really, really both yes. did serve their purpose. And, and Nipsey's family got to take home some Grammys last night as well. Word. Anything else that I'm forgetting? I'm trying to think about some of the more notable uh, people that... Lizzo. I, I know you have an opinion on Lizzo. Oh, tell us. Lizzo won, like, the first award of the night. No, I mean, uh, I was proud of... I'm from Minnesota. You know, I'm from the cold. I'm from the 612. So, uh, I was... I salute to Lizzo. Uh, I, I mean... My opinion, I don't, like, I don't see, like, how Lizzo is nominated for a Grammy. She's nominated for eight Grammys. Yeah, and she I, won, I, she I won three. But, I mean, I'm from Minnesota, so I got a root for uh, Lizzo. So, salute to her. Yeah, man. She won, out of the eight, she won uh, Best Pop Solo Performance, Best Urban Contemporary Album, and Traditional R&B Performance. Best traditional R&B performance. So salute to Lizzo. And salute to my guy, Cam. Cam Jackson. He was on my podcast, and he was up there yesterday performing. So salute to him. Okay. Yeah, man. Okay, so in other news, um, we've got some Twitter some Twitter beef going on with Miss Gabrielle Union. Now, who usually, you know, we don't really catch in the fire that much, but um, recently with her job at America's Got Talent, there's been a little controversy with Terry Crews. Now... It has been reported that there was some racism on the show. Gabrielle said that was it wasn't it racism and sexism? Racism and sexism. Yeah. But you see, Terry Crews said that he can't really speak on the sexism because you know he's a man, but he can say 
that there was he's never experienced any racism on set and what does that mean why can't you speak on sexism if you're a dude well i hey i personally think he shouldn't have said anything at all if you're i think i think the only reason why the internet is upset is because uh terry cruz is a black man that's not defending a black woman that's 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 my takeaway from that uh but i mean I understand what he was trying to say. He's just defending his career. At the end of the day, he still has a job that he has to do. He's still got to provide for his family. So at the end of the day, he's still trying to save so his career. Do you, you know feel like he, he had to make a statement? No. Uh, but, but I think, like I said, like he if he, he did, which he did, he's defending his career. He's not going to put his career in jeopardy because uh, he, he has family. He have, uh, he's got his own life that he got outside think... of... He could have went about this like, I'm really sorry that you've experienced that. And that's oh, it. No, I agree. I agree. I agree. That's See, it. I agree with you. I agree with you. I'm just saying I understand what he did, which is, you know, my career is important. I respect you. I respect right. Gabrielle, but my career is important. That's what I saw. It just kind of makes Gabby look like a liar, you know? Yeah, and I agree. I agree. I that's agree. unfortunate because we love Gabby. Yeah. Shout out to the whole Wade family. Yeah. Yeah, but apparently uh, NBC launched a formal investigation into America's Got Talent. And they were saying that, well, she she says that they were saying her hairstyles were too black for viewers. Yeah, because she kept changing them up all the time. Okay, well, that's what we do, okay? We (laughs) don't keep our hair the same. We change it up. And that's that's just what comes with it. And I think that should be more, you know, that's a good thing, right? Every week, your host comes on. I can't say like, like, yeah, no, I don't wear wigs, but I mean, sure. Hey, salute, <laughs> power to the people. Yeah, man. <laughs> Lord. All right, you are listening to Morning Commute. We got a bunch more. We got more weekly briefs coming up after the break. Yes. What are we talking about? Next, we're going to talk about a virus that might be a little closer than we want it to be. Um, we're going to talk about some drama with power versus empire. Oh, we're going to talk yes. about this. Yo, yes. We're going to talk about this, yo. We're going to talk about yes, this. Yes, all that and a lot more. Word, that's right. That's all that's coming up and more. Uh, don't go anywhere unless you're trying to, unless you're on your way to work or school because you need to get there. You're listening to Morning Commute. We'll be back after this. Rise and shine, everyone. This is your Morning Commute crew, Von R and Z. We hope you are having a great morning. Real quick, do me a favor. Just go, I don't know who you're around or who you have access to talk to right now, but just please go tell somebody you love. Go tell a loved one that you love them. Let them know that you cherish them and that they are important, just as important to you as hopefully you are to them. Um, Because we've learned and hopefully we'll continue to realize more and more every single day that time, uh, your own time and other people's time is precious. So we want to make sure everybody cherishes that time and doesn't let go of grudges. I'm not a big person that really likes the whole grudges, so I want to make sure I spread that message of positivity out into the air. But... As I said, we are your morning commute crew, Von Art and Z. Z, we got more weekly brief. Yes, um, speaking of, I was just reading up this morning, a case of the coronavirus has been confirmed in Orange County. Orange County, so it's been around for some time, but recently a new type has been discovered. This disease, it originated in China, and a traveler actually brought it, brought the first case over to the U.S. Um, oh, no. Yes, exactly. Oh, no. Um, fortunately, officials call risk of transmission low. And there's no evidence that person-to-person transmission has occurred in Orange County. So Orange County is not far from Orange here. County is not far from here, and that's why this is so scary. This this epidemic kind of reminds me of the swine flu. Remember that? Like that was wild. Yeah, it was wild, and it's like, oh my gosh, it's out there. We just have to be careful. Um, 
Now, it's, what are the, like, the symptoms or whatever of this, of this disease? an infection in the nose and sinus and upper throat. So, which is even more scary because you might just think you have a cold. Yeah, that's what yeah, I heard. The, you, um, I heard the symptoms are. The, sim- the symptoms are super regular, like they, just like the common cold. So, get checked out, y'all. Go to the doctor. I know. Is it preventable? It is curable. Yeah, you know, with over-the-counter medicine sometimes, I guess, because people get a little bit of it, but you can get a more serious. Yeah, so make sure y'all get, you all get checked out for that. Yes, yeah, that doesn't sound like anything we want to happen. So it, Orange, <laughs> At least not around here, man. Yes, Orange County, like, whoa, that's that's what got me. Orange County, you, yeah. you hear things and it's far away and you're like, oh, we good. Yeah. But that's down the street. What so. was the other thing? Um, Ebola? Ebola, yes. That was crazy. Ugh, my brother told me I had Ebola. I was scared. <laughs> I think all our siblings did. That was scary. Yeah, man. What else we got? Okay, so in other news now, power versus empire. Yeah. That's always been a thing. Um, because of it, our, our problematic Art friend, started 50 smiling. Cent. He loved power. Yes. Our, to my guy, 50. Hey, no, of course he's your did, guy. Uh, what did Taraji say? She said, she said, I pay attention to dollars, not cents. So hold on, wait. So let her tell the backstory. Go ahead. <laughs> yes, so... Um, Taraji P. Henson, who plays Cookie in Empire, she was on T.I.'s podcast. Yeah, talking Expeditiously. About show. Yes. And that is what the podcast is called, Expeditiously. He's yeah. so funny. So they were, um, they were talking about the show, and she expressed that the fact that 50 Cent was always constantly comparing these shows on social media was very unnecessary, and it, it made her feel, you know, like they, she felt as though these shows had nothing to do with each other, and 50 Cent should not have compared them as often as he did and made the world compare them. And she feels as though that's kind of why the show plummeted. But, of course... Because of power? Eh, yeah. Well... No, I'm sure she didn't mean that that's the all the whole reason. But she did mention that, you know, that may have affected it. And, of course, our problematic friend, 50 Cent, hops on Instagram and tells her that he is sorry... That her show. Do you have the post pulled up? I do. He, oh, um, you got to read that word for word. To my guy, fifty man. I read somewhere the way fifty. Actually, I'm gonna wait till you say. I'm gonna wait till you read it to say it. That man, fifty cents. <laughs> he said, to my guy. <laughs> I saw Taraji P Hemson on Ti's podcast. This is my sincere apology. I did not mean to hurt your feelings in any way. I love your work and I think you are amazing. I'm so sorry. No one is watching your show anymore. I realize I have to work on the fact that I have less empathy than others. He continued to say, um, I've met with the top executives at Fox and sold them. It's the show that is replacing yours. But I really want to work with you. I mean, you're awesome. We would work together well. But if you don't like the idea, understand. If you don't roll with me, you're going to get rolled the beep over. Yes, it's competition. No. I I don't know why you guys are acting surprised. It's competition. I'm not surprised. I know that because before Power, it was Star. Nobody remembers Star was on Fox. They're both on different networks. Power's Power's not on Fox? What is Power on? Power's on Star. Oh. That's what I'm saying. Oh, it still definitely so, is. They're not going to root for each other. Like, come on, bro. Y'all need to stop but acting. But they don't have surprise. to go against each other. He also <laughs> pulled Jussie into this. It's entertainment. Yeah, he did say, um, he said um, the reason that the show is not really returning uh, and it's going downhill is because of uh, the whole Jussie Smollett scandal from the beginning of 2019. I, I'm an Empire person. You're a Power person, Art. And obviously, I didn't, well, I don't watch Power, but even still, I know more people are on Power than Empire. But I do think the shoot the two shows are a comparison. Do I think they should be arguing against each other? No, 
Because like you said, they're on two. Like if it, it'd be something different if they were on the same network, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like Star was, but Star went downhill real quick. I think Empire low-key, I watch it now. I will admit, the main reason I watched it was because of Jussie. Jussie really made that show in his music. Um, Empire's an amazing show, and we know Taraji and Tan's been killing it for how mm-hmm. long now? Like, anything that they star in together is fire. Um, but I do think the show did go downhill after the whole Jussie thing. So I think there was there were two different to compare. Like, you know, I was also a really big Empire fan, and the music was one of the main reasons I loved the show. Mm-hmm. You... You can't get that from Power, and there's certain things from Power that you can't get from Empire, and I think that to compare them was silly to me. I couldn't pick one. Like, I, I did used to watch Power before the internet spoiled it for me, but I think that they're two very different shows, and I understand Taraji's frustration, but 50, 50 always got to <laughs> hey, do the most. I pay attention to dollars, not cents. <laughs> Why are you giving 50 cent attention? Like, she she tweeted a while ago. She said, I pay attention to dollars, not cents. So why like are you paying that. attention to 50 I cent? Like that. Everybody knows that 50 cent is a troll. 50 cent is trying to get <laughs> entertainment. Like, 50 I don't is get just his trying to get purpose. I get it. I get it. He's providing great content. This is, I was, mm-hmm. I was on 50, I was on 50's Instagram laughing because this is funny. This is, I don't know why she's taking this serious. You both are on different networks. You're obviously competing. That's that's what it's competition. This world is like it's it's made out of competition. Like just mm-hmm. compete. Star I'm a power fan. Power has like the story, the 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 the, the writing in power it's is amazing. Just, it's better than Empire. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm a firm believer in every like every title and every every reason for naming something what it is is because that thing. Uh, really, like, it, it's a uh, a definition of what it is. So you're like, saying power the show is powerful. Is powerful. <laughs> empire, I mean, okay, maybe I got to take that back because Empire is not an empire. <laughs> I don't know what the it is. The people on Empire have built an empire. <laughs> yes, you can't say Taraji and Terrence have never done nothing amazing together. Exactly, and when you watch that, you felt that. You felt mm-hmm. that. There's... But Taraji also admitted before that, like, Cookie was taking over her in a bit. Because she was like, I mean, it was like a, like two or three seasons ago. She was like, uh, there was rumors going around that she might leave Empire because Cookie was, she was taking too much of Cookie into her real life and she wasn't being Taraji no more. Then Terrence went and said that he made, remember that little interview where he was like, man, look, the polygamy of the situation and the millennials and using all them big words or whatever to say that he was done with acting. Because, you know, Ter- Terrence Howard and T.I. are funny. They got to use every big word in a dictionary. Uh. They be looking I, through I didn't a thesaurus know for words. Was like that too. But he was saying that he was gonna, yeah, Terrence. That that interview was funny. You gotta pull it up one day. Um, that he was gonna stop acting, and then immediately right after he like like another day or so later, an interview came out, and he was like, he's gonna keep acting. So man, let us know if you team Empire or team Power. No. Why? <laughs> We're not doing this anymore. Why? No. They about to both come to an end. Uh, uh, or how many more episodes? Fox got two, I thought right? They was two more, already. yes. Yes. You know what? There was a great it was a great quote that 50 said in all of this. 50 said, I look forward to working with you or, or you watching me work more. <laughs> like it's, it's that simple. See, like why you got to do all that? Because like... it's entertainment. This is I love this. 50 do Cuz you're toxic. No, I love <laughs> I love what 50 toxic. is doing. I love what 50 is doing. This is beautiful, classic, free advertising. Power is we got like what two more two more episodes of Power? I believe so. Yeah. What's a what's the great way to to advertise? Empire and ends in like May too. Let the people do it for you. 
now now like... now she's gonna have people from her followers tuning in to Empire. I mean to Power to see what Power is all about. This is great. I love Fifty man. This guy is because you're toxic. Because you're toxic, and that's all. Yeah, man. Um, speaking of TV and entertainment, listen. I don't know if y'all saw Bad Boys for Life. No. No, I have yet to see it. Uh, yeah. Did you see one and two? I haven't seen one and two. I've seen, I've seen one and Fine. two. I've seen one and two. I have yet to see three. Uh, that's on my bucket list. Um, Listen. What? Yes, <laughs> like I have like short term uh, bucket uh, list. Okay, I've got to say so like a long term. That was a weird long term thing. Uh, no, no, no. That's on my short term bucket list. I've definitely got to see uh, Empire. I mean. <laughs> yep, he got it. Yeah, yeah, yes! we got it. Yeah, <laughs> he got to see Empire. You heard it. But no, um, Bad Boys 3 uh, makes more box office history as it tops $215 million worldwide. That's fire, man. It's fire. I love these two. I love these two together even more. Like, I'm telling you, Bad Boys, you got to watch it, like, ASAP. It's, yes. They put it on Netflix, like, go home. One and two? Yeah, I'm yes, pretty sure. Two is they put it out say, there before it. Before three it. Yeah, no, yep. three, no. But it's really good. I love, I'm a huge Will Smith fan. I love, I love the start of this this series because are you, you had spoil, are you gonna spoil it you no, no 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 i'm talking about just you know all to the bad boys you know the whole thing all together like they started these these movies at the peak of their careers you i know think what one I mean? yeah i think one of the most powerful things about going with that um is the fact that martin lawrence and will smith two icons living did this what 25 years ago right yes. it was like 93 95 or something had shows when they both had, yeah, and they're both black men that mm-hmm. went and dominated that like they're both their shows were at their like their peak and so for them to come together and do something like this at that time was something like the industry hasn't seen yet yes that was that was amazing and it's so heartwarming to know that like their bond i don't know if you follow will smith on instagram just yeah. through all his content you see that they are genuine friends and he said um on the breakfast club that Martin Lawrence is one of the realest people he's ever met. He's thorough, he's real, and I just love that they have so much respect for each other, and you can see that chemistry on camera so clear. The movie was amazing. Um, go see it. It's funny. I, I honestly, hilarious. I love their relationship. Like, Martin Lawrence, like, he demonstrates exactly what it means to be a side. <laughs> uh, you know when you are, you know how to play your role. Like, certain people don't know how to play their position, and he knows how to play his his his. Martin his Lawrence? Role, yes, he know how to play his role so well. So you think Obviously, Will Smith is like the... Will Smith oh, is, is the guy, and he knows how to be quiet and let Will talk, and then, like, when he's, like, uh, when people talk to him and he's going to speak up. Mm-hmm. So I like that. I like, and that. I I like people just... who, knows, who know exactly how to keep quiet and wait until they're... No, I think there. that Breakfast Club interview, Martin Lawrence was definitely, like, just chill. I don't yeah, even... I, I think, think that's that just, just comes his personality, with to no, be honest. That's, 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 that comes with mastering how to play your role. When you going to learn? Uh... <laughs> he's trying to think of something to say when he can't stay on the air right now. <laughs> he's Yo, trying so hard to think of something to say. Oh, man. No, but I think that's just Martin's personality. Like, he's chilling. Yeah. And Will is more, you know, Will. Which has developed over time. He's developed and... to learn how to play his role. <laughs> that's all it is. Yeah, take man. notes. Yeah. Yeah. Take... Go check out Bad Boys 1, 2, and 3. Definitely. All three of them. Uh... Coming up after the break, we've been talking about Kobe all morning. Uh, so we're going to get into a conversation and talk a little bit more about Kobe. Uh, if you have not heard already, or if you didn't hear us talk about it at the top of the show, unfortunately, Kobe Bryant, the NBA legend, a couple, uh, his daughter and a couple other people 
passed away yesterday in a tragic helicopter crash. We're going to talk more about that and a bunch of other stuff in the realm of Kobe. Uh, like I said, Art, I know this is a little more personal for you because you grew up a Kobe stan. Uh, so we'll talk about all that and more. This is Morning Commute. Uh, happy Monday. Rise and shine, everybody. We hope you are enjoying your Monday morning. We are your Morning Commute crew, Von Art and Z. Um, so as we've been talking about the entire show, obviously yesterday was a tragic day because if you didn't hear already, uh, hopefully you know by now, um, it was a tragic helicopter crash with NBA legend Kobe Bryant, his daughter Gianna, and seven other people. Um, and I don't want to just keep, keep highlighting just Kobe because you know this was something that was really, really, um, obviously affecting the other people, the other coaches from Orange County, which again is not far from here. So it's crazy to think like, yo, anything can happen. Um, and Art, like I said, I know this kind of affected you a little more because out of the three of us, you were more of a Kobe stand than any of us. Yes. Like I said, you know, I grew up in a Kobe household. Uh, I grew up embracing the Mamba uh, mentality, the work hard, the pushing yourself to be great. Uh, and, you know, just watching that guy get five championships was like, at the time when I was young, it was like, whoa, like, <laughs> like what? Uh, but now is um, yesterday, you know, when I got a text from my friend, I said, I'm sorry. And I was like, what? And then I went on uh, Instagram and actually saw all the posting uh, about Kobe. Man, I just, I dropped my phone and just started tearing up and just started crying. And, uh, you know, it just made me realize that sometimes that you just, you got to let go. <laughs> like, there's nothing else you could do. You try to hold back because you want to be tough. You know, I know he wasn't like my family or whatever the case, but it was just like, and then once I started to find out more about the story and all the people's lives that were, you know, that ended, man, it's just everything was just so sad, man. My Yesterday, my entire day was me trying to step away from social media and just get myself together and, uh, you know, just, I don't know, I prayed. <laughs> like, I, I even got up and just prayed. Like, I was just, it, it, it was just, it, it was sad yesterday. It was a sad day yesterday. But, uh, I mean, his influence and his legacy, I guess, you just got to, it has to go on. And, it goes and, to show the impact he had because yes. of how we all feel. Yeah. Like, we felt like we knew him. We felt like he was family. And, yeah. we and that's the great him. thing about being a celebrity, right? Because you have that, you have, you're in a position to be very impactful to people. Like you can make people feel a certain way. Uh, and how you choose to use your influence is all up to you. And uh, in my opinion, Kobe used his uh, influence in a very great way. Like, he encouraged people to be, uh, you know, very self-motivated, if you ask me. So Right, and I think the fact that somebody as powerful as this man and his daughter passed away, somebody that, like, it's not somebody that... I think this is like another Robin, like another Robin Williams, because I feel like that definitely... Robin Williams passed the day before my 13th birthday, I believe, and... I remember when I I heard, learned, learned when I heard about that like all the movies we know Juma, uh Robert Williams the Jumanji Aladdin like all the movies Robert Williams he was like a household staple name even though he was a bit older so I definitely think Kobe um resonates a little bit more with our generation but it really is tragic and I do and I also think it's crazy because you do a show on your YouTube channel called Class Session and you just uploaded an interview. Well, when did you upload it? Yesterday? The day before yesterday? Yes, I up uploaded uh, Saturday. Right. And remember, I told you on Friday, I was like, yo, I thought you were going to wait till Monday. But then you uploaded it early. And in that interview, you were talking to, what's his name? 
I was talking to uh, a great artist from Minnesota, Miles Mercury. Yeah, yeah Merc Daddy. <laughs> yeah, and in the in the in the interview, I was like, "Yo, wait till Monday," but you put it out Saturday. In the interview, you literally said to him, "I don't know what y'all was talking about. Something about your favorite numbers." And you said, "My favorite number is twenty-four because you grew up on Kobe, and that's obviously Kobe's number." Yes, he was actually the one that texted me. He texted me, and he was like, "I'm sorry," and you know, like before he even got to explain why he told me I'm sorry, I logged into my Instagram and first thing I saw was Kobe Bryant. And right after that, he texted me. He was like, yeah, man, Kobe just passed away. And I was like, what? <laughs> and he was like, yes, I remember we just had a conversation about uh, you telling me that Kobe Bryant was your favorite uh, basketball player and how he, he influenced you. And I was like, man, I, I really had to take time yesterday to kind of just reflect on things you know and so like, many people had similar stories like oh i was just talking about kobe i was just watching highlights and it just goes to show how relevant he's still yes. the whole thing that happened on saturday with lebron exactly i'm sure lebron i lebron was in my prayers too because wow LeBron, like he had D-Wade, just they had everybody. just uplifted each other congratulated each other and it was just too soon Word. too soon so i hard. really i really had to ask myself yesterday uh and this is the honest question and sometimes i hate i hate asking questions, you know, like this, but I was just, I was with myself, and like I said, I prayed, and so I asked God, I was like, God, I know you don't make mistakes, but, like, can you explain this? Like, I need explanation on this. It was just one of those, like, it was like, God, I know you don't make mistakes, but can you, is there a way you can explain this to me? Like, because I really, I, (laughs) I really didn't understand what was happening. I saw a post the other day, and it said, God is shaking things up, and it's like, wow, maybe, because I feel like this was supposed to kind of make us feel a kind of way, make us do something. I think it's a, it, it serves as a not that Kobe was um, like not that it could have not that it should have been Kobe or anybody, but I think this is just another reminder that yo like time is really really precious, yo, mm-hmm. and you have to cherish every single moment. And I read this thing that really messed me up, thinking about like yo, could you imagine like during a crash, he was sitting there staring at his daughter, and like there's nothing that a dad wants more. Or, like, yeah, then to protect his daughter. But in that moment, there's literally nothing that this man can do. So he's just like, yo. And Kobe Bryant, the one that passed, Gianna, he has four kids, um, was a mini him, you know? Mm -hmm. So, like, literally under his wing, everybody knew Gigi. following in his footsteps. Yeah. So, um, and I I can't imagine what what Vanessa or um, his other three daughters are going through right now. I really can't. So, uh, salute to the whole Bryant family and everybody else. Um, that is affected all around the world. What um, do you think about when you hear Kobe's name? What's the first thing that comes to your mind, Z? The first thing that comes to my mind is a snake (laughs) because he was Mamba. My brother had a big... My brother was the biggest Kobe fan I know, and he had a big poster of Kobe Bryant on his wall, and Kobe had a snake around his neck. And every, I used to be like, why is Kobe looking at me? Because the poster was one of those posters where you feel like the eyes are just looking at you. But Kobe had that that determination, the same determination the snake had in his eyes. The picture, I, I see it when I think about Kobe. Yeah, I just think killer. It's yeah, just man. like Kobe's different. Yeah, man. What about you, Art? Um, I guess the first thing that comes to mind is uh, middle school when we used to play uh, trash basketball, and you shoot it in the trash, and you you yell out Kobe. Kobe. It's like one of the dopest thing to do in middle school. You felt like you were 
you know what I mean? Like you were Kobe Bryant. Like it was that good to be Kobe mm -hmm. Bryant, a hard worker, someone who is uh, someone who is very uh, determined, someone who has will. Like that's what I think about when I when I uh, when, when Kobe, Kobe comes to mind. It's like I'm shooting a paper basketball. Yeah, and it brings Kobe you back in the middle of uh, middle school or uh, in my high school class. It's it's that's an ongoing thing that's never gonna stop. Like I'm sure there are kids, uh, you know, younger than us that don't even understand it but they still do it just because that's a i don't know who said earlier the house grown me yeah that's, that's like a household things. staple name that's one of those mm -hmm. things yeah yes that's probably the same thing that i could say because like i said i was never like an nba fan so i can't personally relate um but i know kobe like inspired people to be not only nba players to want to be nba players but to want to do so many other things and to be legends and stuff so um, thinking about that and just even if you don't know Kobe, the fact that or anything to do with basketball, I have, I have no I can't tell you one thing about sports um, or basketball for that for that matter. But the fact that I can be able to say like like I can shoot the uh, shoot like a, uh, something in the trash and be like Kobe still sets some type of precedent for what that man like, you know, meant to the world and to the culture. So um, salute to Kobe, man. Is there anything else you want to say on this topic? Yes, uh, we want y'all to participate. Uh, be involved. If you if you want to tweet at us at Brave New Radio or Instagram DM us, uh, let us know. Like uh, when or you hear the name Kobe Bryant, uh, what's the first thing that comes to mind? Or you can call us at nine seven three seven two zero two seven three eight. Or let text us, us, man. Or text us. Yeah. Or tweet at Commute BNR. We really want to hear from you. So uh, once again, salute to Kobe. Uh, and the rest of the family. And I think it's only right that we play a song that everybody knows, real popular, uh, from 2K, uh, Run This Town, Jay-Z and Rihanna. Uh, you're listening to Morning Commute. We'll be back with more after this. Roz and Sean, everybody, we are your Morning Commute crew, Von Art and Z, coming at you from Brave New Radio, the nation's number one college radio station. Just a reminder, we are playing, well, we, actually, we hope you're enjoying, first of all, the debut of Morning Commute on the nation's number one college radio station, Brave New Radio. Um, every single Monday morning from 7 to 9 a.m., we are here to make your Monday morning and make your week somewhat better. Um, if that's what you want, if that's what you want us to do, we hope you've, uh, well, that is what we plan to do, and if you... Any token that you can take from this show and anything that we say or do here on the show, we hope that you can just take it and make the rest of your week great and that whatever we say marinates. Also, we playing your favorite, what do we do, R&B, hip-hop, and, uh, yeah, yes. R&B and hip-hop. R&B, hip-hop. Uh, a little bit of rap, but mainly R&B and hip-hop and some throwback. So let us know if there's anything that you want, uh, any song requests that you have. You can call, text, or tweet us, 973-720-2738, uh, or tweet Brave New Radio or Commute BNR. Uh, the letter that's the letters B and R. But right now it is time for Z's critique. This is a segment on the show where we have our beautiful and amazing co-host Z. Say what's up, Z. What's up? What's up? That's too much. Anyway, ah. <laughs> no. Um, where you guys can send us. Uh, we'll send Z really questions. Uh, or advice. Things that you need advice on. Yes. And because we Arthur and I are stupid guys, we know nothing. So we, we are know get... nothing. I'm going to give you all your advice. Don't ask them anything. Word. Ask me. Yeah. Even though in some of these she's gonna ask for our help, but uh, so yeah, go ahead and take it away, Z. Okay, so my first question is: What is the most important question to ask on a date? I feel like the most on a first date, right? On a first date, yes. Okay, that's important. What is the most important question to ask on the first date? On the first date, I feel as though it is very important to ask: What are your intentions? Why are we here on this date? 
And I think this because you don't want to go on a date with someone and have different ideas of where this is going. And I think that that happens a lot. You it, and it causes a lot of there's there's always a lot of miscommunication, and um, on the male part. But <clears throat> anyway, um, it is good to to ask. You know, where do you see this going? What are your intentions with me? Why are we on this date? Um, that's what I would ask. That's I feel like that's really always my first question. I mean, I haven't been on several dates, but I'm saying like when if I'm getting to know somebody, I want to know what's up. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> All right. I didn't know if y'all wanted to agree. Oh, did you want us to chime in? I, I mean, didn't want to hey. chime This is your segment, man. All right. Be cool then. Um, All right, go ahead. I'm going to let you go first. What do you think is the most important thing to ask on a first date? The most important thing to ask on a first date to me is uh, income. How much are you making? Um, you I want to. I want to know what your pocket is. What? You don't think that's the most important thing to ask on a first Absolutely date? I don't know first date, G. No, and I, not the most important. I'm not no. gonna get involved with somebody who is not financially stable. That's just what it is. You don't know what a person's going through, though. What if they're not at the moment financially stable? Right. Or what if they have plans? All right, cool. Then me and you don't have to get involved in whatever. Wow, this is. he is bougie, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not. I'm just. You, Finance is not the is not what you're thinking about. You're not you're not one. Not on the first person. date. No, I oh, mean no, I may be about. thinking about it. Let me correct myself. I'm, I'm that might be in my head. So why not ask it? Because that's rude. <laughs> no, that's not rude. That's a real that question. Is this is real life. I need to know how much you're making. I need to know if that you're financially. That is her own I need to know business. That's her goals. Like, I need to know if you if you got money in your pocket and are you planning to pay for this date. I'm not gonna like. I don't care if you do or don't, but the thought, the fact that you thought, yo, yo, let me bring some money. Because if this don't go right, I'm not yes. going to want to pay for you. Oh, seriously? If it don't Fine. go right, no. If you have a bad date, you're not going to pay? No. <laughs> I wasted my time. And I'm not wasting my money. They're both Time and money are two very precious things that I don't have much of either. So, I mean. If you already got, you already anticipate paying, you might as well just pay. That I is didn't already rude. anticipate it, though. That's why I'm asking you if you have money in your pocket. I never said... I'm not. So if you ask a lady out on a date, that's not the reason why. I don't know what spectrum uh, Vaughn is on right now, but I'm just. I'm um, but you talking about point. you talk about money in general. I'm just talking about money on this date right now. I'm not even getting into that part yet. Yeah, I'm just speaking about if we're on a date and we are getting to know each other. That's the first thing that's going to come to my mind. How much are you making? <laughs> are you financially stable? Are you career motivated? Are you what? How you much can are you ask making? them if they're career motivated, but you don't have to ask them their income. Yeah, but how much that are you making? Much. Is my way of finding all of those things out. Mm. Well, good thing this is Z's critique. <laughs> good thing this is <laughs> now critique. she wanted to be just her, right? Yeah, cause yeah, forget. I don't know why I asked. Um, the most important question is where? What are we doing? Um, the next question is: Any ideas on what to do or get my boyfriend, my girlfriend, of one month? For Valentine's Day. That's your girlfriend? Yeah, that says, yeah, to get my new girlfriend of one month for Valentine's Day. Okay. So if I'm in a one-month relationship and it's Valentine's Day, I'm not going to expect too much. I don't expect a Pandora ring. I don't expect a candlelit dinner. I mean, hey. A dinner's not bad. I would take a candle. But in my head, I saw roses and and a dramatic walk-up with lights and a violinist, but... (laughs) Um, that's a little easy, right? But I would, I would want just just something something cute and something cheap. Not cheap. That was the wrong word to use, but something not too expensive. You do not have to 
break the bank on a one-month relationship. You don't know. You guys could get in a fight tomorrow, and then it's done with, and then you just spent all this money to try to do something special for the wrong person. So one month, take your time, you know, like take things slow. Um, take me to the ice cream shop. Take, take me to the candy shop. <laughs> some ice cream? Why not? No, that's and a little, then, no, no, for, no for I think time. that would be cute, low key. And then just maybe uh, you can make a whole day. The ice cream can just be one thing that you did that day, right? I you can go yeah. and you can set up Netflix and. We mm, you know where that's going. Hey, it doesn't always have to go there, Vaughn. We it can. Doesn't, but... We can um, give me some chocolate. I like chocolate. Everybody likes chocolate. I'm not really a flowers kind of girl, personally. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna say thank you, and then the flowers are gonna die. So that's really just a waste <laughs> of your time. Oh snap! But can I ask you something? Yeah. How long you and your man been together? We've been together for eight months now. So, oh, so you you wouldn't you weren't with him last Valentine's Day? No, okay. I've never had a relationship on Valentine's Day, so I'm super excited. I'm about to go all out. Mm. Okay, never mind. The question I was going to ask after that wasn't Valentine's I was going to be like, what did you guys get for Valentine's Day? Yeah, no, nothing. Yeah, no. But, yeah, one month, take it, take it, take it slow. I had a friend, I don't think it was Valentine's Day, but for their four-month anniversary, he got her a little promise ring. I was like, nah. Four months? Promise? Four months, yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm not going to say that because I feel like I used to be like, you know. Each is their own. Yeah, exactly. That, oh, that's not enough time. But you can really, you know, you could spend four months with someone and you can be spending every single day with them and it's feel like you know them for a year. So people fall in love at their own pace. Everyone kind of does their own thing. So if he felt like he's ready, hey, hey, hey. I'm here for it. Um, the next question, how do I create boundaries for people in my circle that strongly resist my transformation or spiritual journey? That is a very deep question. So... People in your circle, if they are strongly resisting your transformation or spiritual journey, they need to be out of your circle, first and foremost. That is not the kind of people that you need in your circle. And the advice that I would give to this question is forget these people. I mean, I feel like it is okay to address this situation to them if, if, if you're that type of person, because I know I'm the type of person who I need to tell you how I feel. So if, if I'm trying to do this, I'm trying to change my life and change my religion for example and I'm just trying to go this way and you're I feel like I'm not being supported by people who I expect to support me then I'm going to come to them like you know I feel as though you're not really supporting me if they say something that makes me feel like I'm never going to have their support it's it's snip snip from there honestly so Z's critique for this is man forget those people you have you this is your life people we can't we can't live for other people this is your life and unsupportive people we don't have we don't have room or time for so that's that and the last question i suffer from depression and anxiety what are some helpful tips for when we or when i start to get overwhelmed what are some helpful tips when i start to get overwhelmed here suffering from depression and anxiety um so i do get super anxious sometimes and what always works for me is to do something relaxing and whatever that is to you I'm I'm a writer I write um not gonna lie I knit like a 70 year old lady I knit um it's very relaxing very calming so if you um if you don't know how to knit make yourself a scarf you know 
Watch a YouTube video. You know YouTube teach you how to do everything. Start knitting. Start crocheting. Um, relax. Put on some music. Take a shower. You just have to find that that calm that calm space and that can be really hard when you're anxious and when you're depressed you feel like there's like this dark cloud above you and there's no getting out of it but you have to find you have to persevere you can't stay in that as much as for some reason it'll feel like we we have to and we can't get out and we're trapped you need to find that that's something that's going to make you happy and hopefully you have someone that you can confide in and someone who you you know love and can build you up from that moment but i understand that sometimes you do prefer to be alone so if you are alone and you are depressed and you're feeling anxious find what makes you happy everyone has something that they love to do i would hope so do that thing that you love to do and let it just completely take you out of there and yeah Definitely. That's my advice, and that's Z's critique. That's all the questions. Thank you, Z. That is Z's critique. Don't forget, you can tweet, call, or text us, 973-720-2738 every week. If you need Z's critique in anything that you have going on in life, maybe you're upset, maybe you had a bad night, maybe you are going through the best relationship in the world and want to make sure you keep it strong, Z is here to critique you and help you. Um, And, yeah, so make sure you tweet, call, or text us that stuff. I still cannot believe Tyler, the creator, won a Grammy last night. <laughs> he is for best rap album hey. over Meek Mill and uh, Dreamville. Right when From... those when those albums were basically rapping like real rap. Right? <laughs> I don't understand what's going on. Like, I, I, I'm sorry. I had to. I just had to make no. And from the looks of it, Tyler the Creator is also surprised that he won the Grammy. He should be. His his uh his acceptance speech. I, I watched it a little bit this morning uh, on my commute here. <laughs> he was like uh he was like uh I've never felt accepted in rap. Yeah, because you're not a rapper. Like <laughs> why do you need to be accepted into something that you're not? You're not a rapper, so you shouldn't be accepted into rap. Like. You're an artist. I, I get that. He's in hip hop. We and we all admire Tyler the Creator. We all love his music, but you're not a rapper. Like, like it makes no sense to me. But maybe I'm wrong. I could be wrong. Y'all tell me. Am I like? I I, don't I see where you're coming from. You. I don't disagree with you. I feel like I we throw around the word rap and forgetting its roots. I really do. Yes, like Tyler the Creator did not have a rap album. Mm-hmm. Like, like, but I mean. It is what it is. He's an he's an amazing artist. I don't want to discredit him for that. I'm just saying the category was best rapper, and he definitely did not have uh, the, the best the presence r- for that, ca- yes. that category. Like it was the the, the scammies need to get it together. <laughs> His problem with that category was that he didn't like the word urban. He said that urban feels like another word for the n word, and that he feels like they could have just said, you know, best pop or whatever. You know, he doesn't feel like Urban should have been But Tyler there. isn't even a pop. Like, Tyler... What category would you put Tyler in? Tyler's just an artist. Like, he Tyler said is pop. just an artist. Tyler is not a rapper. Like, when I think about rapper, I think about Nas, Jay-Z. I think about J. Cole. I think about Kendrick. Unfortunately. Those are rappers. Like, Tyler, the creator, is not a rapper. I, I don't... I yeah. could be... I could be... You know, I could just be this person that's yeah. mad, but and all the people you named are, are like not OGs, but they've been in the game for a minute too. Right. So no, it's not all like those people pioneers. I name are rappers. I'm just naming. I know, rappers. but I'm just saying, not even just that. But Tyler, how how long has and Tyler he been won in the a industry? Grammy before Nas? Like that's sick. <laughs> but we're gonna talk about that another day. Yeah, man. <laughs> he won a Grammy before Nas. Like yeah, I, that's not. I don't understand that. But anyways, yeah. uh, salute to Tyler. 
Uh, you are accepted. Not <laughs> not as a rapper, but... <laughs> hey, man, speaking of Tyler, we're going to get into the Grammys more with Weekly Brief coming up. What we got on your agenda, Z? Uh, we're going to talk a little more about Kobe. Um, we're going to talk Grammys, of course, because that was last night, and there's so much more to talk about. And Yes, talk about the scammies. The scammies, yes. I'm going to call it that for now. I'm going to stop calling the Grammys, yeah. So all that and more coming up. Yes, that's right. Don't go anywhere unless you're on your way to work or school because you need to get there safe and sound. We hope you're enjoying your morning commute. We'll be back with more after this. That was supposed to be by Marion, and this is your morning commute crew, Vyron and Z. We hope you have been enjoying today. Um, the debut of Morning Commute. Like I said, you can listen to us every single Monday morning from 7 to 9 a.m. on the nation's number one college radio station. We hope that we have been offering you some type of enjoyment. That is our plan every single week. Uh, right, guys? Right. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right now, it's time for a weekly brief. For those that missed it, we've been talking about Kobe all morning, uh, and we've also been talking about the Grammys. There's a lot that happened to Grammys but last night. If you missed it, uh, Z, talk to us about the Grammys. So we had some pretty memorable performances. Um, there was a tribute to Nipsey as as the same time they tributed Kobe. Um, that was beautiful. Yes, and Nipsey took home a lot of awards last night. It was I'm well too, but you know I'm I'm really glad to his he, his family got to go on stage and accept that on his behalf. And I'm sure like that was just a beautiful moment. We missed it. It was another thing that's not getting highlighted as much is uh, I know it wasn't during the Grammys, but it was the pre Grammy show. Or whatever that ceremony is, the um, red carpet thing, yeah. Whatever, no. The Diddy Diddy had a speech that he gave. I thought that speech was very powerful because he talked a lot about control and like how we got to take back control. And like what I got from that was basically the truth. Like hip hop is all about is the most popular thing right now. Hip hop is a popular genre, and you know the Grammys we they try to like control hip-hop when in reality like hip-hop should be the one controlling the grammy the grammy does not dictate what is hot or who is hot hip-hop does hip-hop dictates what is hot who is hot what your what uh people should be wearing uh what sneaker is hot like hip-hop does all of that so the the grammys uh should not we like the grammy should not be telling us what to do like we should be telling the grammys what to do because uh, a lot of time we get mad at the Grammys. Like I just, I just went on a full rant earlier about uh, Tyler the Creator winning. You know, what I mean, a Billy, Billy Eilish uh, winning like how many Grammys? When like in reality, who was the biggest? But I mean, I'm not. I, I shouldn't be saying that because I don't know how really how big Billy Eilish is. I've never listened to her before, so it's not. That's unfair of me to kind of like uh, critique her like that. But I'm just saying, like they should not be determining. Uh, did I say that word right? Determining? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I said it right. <laughs> Look at me. It's, it's, it's 8.30 in the morning, and I'm awake, baby. But they should not be determining what's hot. Like, we should, because we are the culture, and we set the tone of what's hot. Uh, but, yeah, now, I love Diddy's speech. That was a great speech. There's the some um, categories I want to discuss. Now, let's. Now if we could do the Grammys our way, let's do it, right? So, best rap performance, middle child. J. Cole. Are you naming, what are you naming, the, the, the nominees? nominees? Okay, yes, and yes. then you think who should have won? Right, right. Okay, okay, go ahead. Um, Racks in the Middle won this this category for Best Rap Performance, but in the nominees we had Middle Child by J. Cole, Suge, The Baby, Down yeah, Bad, yeah. Dreamville, and Clout, Offset, and Cardi. Uh, who won, you said? Nipsey with Racks in the Middle and, and Roddy. You agree with that? I got I got just heard what you said, but I got to look at him and I, I got to read him. No, that was uh, that was accurate. I'm gonna say, I, I don't think I that, was, think that if, was very accurate. If not middle child, but I think Nipsey definitely earned it. You know. No, that that was very accurate. Um... Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I feel 
like I'm 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 not speaking because my opinion is unpopular. That's the well say it. But listen, I'm gonna speak up because I feel like Nipsey and Roddy Rich got this because of the death. Unfortunately, that's the reason that he's a nominee. I think Nipsey. Besides that, I think Nipsey is a great artist. He's a great artist. Take the time to actually listen to super. um, No, I I completely agree with you. But I feel like prior to this, he was never really recognized as as much as he is now. And I'm just I have without glad that he's getting yes. I'm so happy, and that's why I didn't want to say it because I didn't want to make it seem like I wasn't happy for Nip and his family. I I love Nipsey, and I really am happy that he won this. But I feel like if if the circumstances were different. The baby definitely would have took this home. The baby? Definitely. Uh Shug, are you kidding me? No, I wasn't gonna say Shug. Yeah, yeah. No, what was the first one you said? Middle child, right? Middle child. And I love J. Cole. I, like, I think Middle Child would have got that. And I love He's J. Like, Cole. Come but... on now. You know how uh impactful J. Cole is for the culture? I know. Trust me. I'm like the biggest J. Cole fan you'll find, but I know the world went crazy when Shug came out. And yeah, I yeah. you still hear that all the time. And it's it's a really a bop. It's really a bop. I, I thought Shug I thought um, the baby was gonna take this one home. Um, another one, best rap song. Um, you had Shug, Racks in the Middle, Gold Roses, and Bad Idea. Best rap song, you said? Yes. Um, and J Cole won, right? And yes. Tomo Savage, yeah. Absolutely, I agree. Um, yeah, I go with that. That's not bad. Let's go to R&B. That's what I want to talk about. R&B. So we got uh, Come Home by Anderson Pack, who's been doing amazing stuff, and Andre 300, 3000, whatever. Uh, Love Again, Daniel Caesar and Brandy. Fire. Could have been Her and Bryson, which is a bop. Yes. Exactly How I Feel, Lizzo and Gucci Mane, and Rosa, Rosa Mo uh, by Lucky Day. Now, all these people I feel like are definitely, definitely, I feel like they all earn their spots um, in this R&B category. Uh Anderson and uh, Anderson Packer, Andre Warren. Do you agree with that? Could have been was fire for last year, though. Uh, yeah, I think I'm biased. I love her. I think she just exemplifies R&B. And especially, like, the feature, it went crazy. So yeah. that that's who I, I thought would have took that one home. But yeah. I'm, not, I'm not mad at the winner. I'm not mad at how it went. Mm. What do you think, Art? About best R&B album? Or best R&B uh, performance? Um, I didn't pay attention to that, but I mean, I think uh, who who are the nominees uh, for best R&B performance? Uh, Anderson Pack and Andre, uh, which they won. Daniel Caesar and Brandy, her and Bryson, Lizzo and Gucci Mane, and Lucky Day. <laughs> Lizzo and Gucci Mane is a that's an R&B <laughs> I knew song. You was about to say that. <laughs> that's an R&B song. What? Go Lizzo, yo! I'm rooting. Now you rooting for Lizzo? I'm rooting for Lizzo. He was never a Lizzo. You know why? You know why? I'm rooting for Lizzo because I don't know who wants Lizzo to win so bad, but somebody clearly wants Lizzo to win. So I'm rooting for Lizzo. Go Lizzo. She's. What do you like? Do you think that she's? Her performance last night was fire. She's. She. All her performances are fire. You got to give it to the woman. She really goes on stage every time and kills it. Hey, I told you I'm from Minnesota, so I I automatically. So then, what's the? What's your? What's that part of you that doesn't agree with her success? Nothing. You're lying to me. <laughs> I mean, if if I want to keep it a buck, honestly, I'm a, a Christopher Brown Brown uh, fan, so I really think Chris Brown deserved every nomination in the R&B section. But that's my opinion and my opinion only. Uh, other than that, I have nothing against Lizzo, right. except for the fact that everyone in that category 
uh, did not do better than Chris Brown's album, but again, that's my opinion. Uh, Indigo was a great album. Z, who you think is um, king of R&B? It's Christopher Brown. Okay, I see that. I see that. Um, but yeah, salute to everybody that uh, won at the Grammys yesterday, man. Salute to everybody that whole Grammy. Oh, and thing. speaking, I'm sorry. Speaking of deserving artists, Beyonce won Best Music Film as she should have with Homecoming. I just want to talk about that because Beyonce is, you know, Beyonce. Word. And yeah, looking fire. Looking at that, fire. Uh, at the what was the thing this weekend? The Rock Nation. Yeah, the Rock Nation brunch. Oh my God, that so was many. fire. Everybody there. I want to be there, y'all. Yeah, man. I want to be there. All that money. In that brunch show, that's crazy. Meg the Stallion was there. <laughs> you saw Chance? Or you saw you sent a picture of Chance? <laughs> yes. Chance, Chance, the rap, Chance the Rapper actually made me reflect on the Rock Nation brunch uh, because everyone at the Rock Nation brunch were, everyone was wearing suits, you know, their best outfits. What did he have on? And you know what Chance the Rapper, you know what he wore? A plain what t-shirt. What Chance wears everywhere. And a, and and a, a hat. hat. You know, but you know what that, you know what that said to me? This guy is just comfortable with who he is. He don't care who's in that building. He's comfortable with himself, and he's not looking for, uh, com- like, what, uh, what's the word? Confrontation? Uh, uh, no, like confirmation. Uh, confirmation from other people. He's just trying to be himself, and that's it. That's one of the things like, I admire about I really Chance. Because, I really love him. Um, Chance is like, you know he wears that hat. He's like, uh, he wears that hat wherever he goes. He hosted the Late Late Show with James Corden with a suit on in that hat. And then uh, after, like, people clown Chance for rapping about, uh, or singing and rapping about loving his wife, loving his kids, blah, blah, blah. But, I mean, that's just who the man is. You know, you can't discredit that. No, but that was that was dope, man. Arthur. It made me, uh, that was really dope. It was like, yeah, I had to take back all of my hate that I had towards uh, Chance the Rapper after when I saw that. Because the Rock Nation brunch, everyone tries to look their best to impress Jay-Z and Beyonce. Everyone wants to, you know what I mean? But Chance the Rapper is like, you know... <laughs> I'm just gonna do me. I'm just gonna wear my my three hat that I always wear. I'm just gonna yeah. wear my sweater, my jeans. Like I'm just gonna come as who I am. Like I don't need to impress you. I don't need confirmation from you. Like y'all need your validation. Like validation, I, I'm comfortable yeah. with who I am. So right. I, I thought that was that was that was brilliant. I love what's, it. What's really amazing to see about the Rock Nation brunch is new artists, people who last year were not at Rock Nation brunch and didn't imagine themselves being at Rock Nation brunch. You had Ari Lennox, like. Sis really made it to the brunch. I'm so happy. Like, she's been working so hard for so long, and she's finally getting the recognition and everything that she deserves. And she was at Rock Nation brunch. We had Meg at Rock Nation brunch. Um, Yo, what happens I, at the Rock Nation brunch? I would love to know. Do you know I want to be there so bad? I feel like they just eat and take pictures. And have and a leave. good time. <laughs> you saw Kevin Hart's speech? I'm yes. not taking advice from Kevin Hart. Why? <laughs> I'm not taking advice. Are you kidding me? Did you not, watch the Kevin Hart doc? one person that I'm not Clearly taking life fitting, advice from, and that's Kevin Hart. <laughs> your perspective would be that you didn't watch his... I, I watched the doc. You watched that, and you still feel that yes, way. Yes, there's one person I'm not taking life advice from, and that's Kevin Hart. <laughs> and, and I do believe that people are allowed to evolve and grow, but there's one person I'm not taking life advice why? from, and that's Kevin Hart. Why? Why are you taking life advice from Kevin Hart? I'm asking why don't you want because to? Because he just isn't in a position, in my opinion, to be given life advice. Now, how so? He how his so track his track record just doesn't because he's made mistakes. Uh, and which I said, people are allowed to evolve and grow, but like, it just when I saw that speech, I was like, ah. What I <laughs> can respect about Kevin Hart is that he can openly tell us, yeah, that's what we all, all his love mistakes about Kevin. and and. 
and tell us what he he learned from them. And, and follow after think, what he says. Yes. There's a lot of people that say things but don't grow from it or, like, follow at, like, they don't practice what they preach. And Kevin Hart is a firm yes. uh, believer and doer of that. So. That's that, And that's very admirable. I, I really respect Kevin. Or salute to Kevin. Salute to everybody at Rock Nation. Salute Hove, King. Uh, we got two songs coming up. Though. Art, we got Morning Motivation. Yes, we got Morning Motivation. Uh, your Morning Motivation is basically me motivating you guys for the rest of the week uh, because we need that, especially yeah. this week. Uh, we very much need it. So that's all it is. We're, we got Morning Motivation coming up uh, after these last two songs, and then we're going to get ready to end out our first show and talk about it. So you're listening to Morning Commute. Do not go anywhere unless you're on your way to work or school. We'll be back after this. Roz and Sean, everybody, we are your Morning Commute crew, Va and Z. We're getting ready to end our our first show. Uh, how's y'all morning been, Art Z? Pretty good. Uh, I had a great morning. It was great spending it with y'all, but I need to get Definitely. out of here. Word. Uh, Word. Time for class. Time for yeah, reality. Man. Yo, um, you know what I realized this weekend? Mm. I realized that this weekend I did absolutely nothing, and it felt great. But the reason why I did absolutely nothing is because I realized that school starts this week, and uh, next weekend is going to be a lot of us doing homework. Mm-hmm. And so this was Back like me enjoying doing nothing because I realized that next week I have to start doing something. So it was great doing absolutely nothing this weekend. Yeah, great. man. It's uh, always great. Do not go through your week without doing anything, though, because every day, like I said, like we've been saying, we need to prosper, we need to grow, we need to do more things. And with that being said, Art, you got some morning motivation for us? Yes. Actually, I'm sorry. Before you want to, I got it, like, okay. Before we get into that, I just want to say once again, thank you to everybody that's listening right now. Don't forget, every single week, you can tune in every Monday morning from 7 to 9 a.m., on WP88.7 FM if you're in the tri-state area. If you cannot listen on the radio, you can go to gobrave.org or download the TuneIn app, listen live. And if you can't do that, we are going to post this episode either at some point today or tomorrow uh, on all podcasting platforms. You can listen to it whenever you want. If, if you ever need to need to pit me up and want to listen to our show, man. Uh, so we appreciate everybody that's been listening. Don't forget, you can always contact us by calling or texting 973-720-2738. Once again, 973-720-2738. Or tweeting at Brave New Radio or at Commute BNR. Yes. Uh, today's morning motivation is always do your best. Always try to do your best. Uh, your best will sometimes be high quality and other times they will not. When you wake up refreshed and energized in the morning, your best will be better than when you are tired at night when you're trying to go to bed. Your best changes by the mood that you are in. So in any circumstances, always do your best. It doesn't matter if you're sick, hurt, or healthy. Just try to do your best. Don't do things for reward. Do it because you love to do it. When you take actions because uh, you'll be rewarded for it, there's no way that you're going to do your best. Doing your best is taking the action because you love to do it, not because you're expecting a reward. So when you don't do your best, you're honestly, you're denying yourself from being the right you. Amen. And with all that being said, that's all we got this week. Uh, And always remember, rise and shine. Let's get to the grind. Get on up out of bed. Make your next day your best day. Let's continue to do great. Be great. Flourish and prosper. This is Morning Commute. Hope to talk next week. Happy Monday, everybody.